Hello. As some of you know, I got vaccinated last Friday. I don't have any underlying health issues. I'm in my 50s and I was surprised to be invited to have it this early, I must admit. I'm not particularly anxious about catching COVID, but when the invitation came from the NHS to go and get vaccinated, I took that up. And I want to explain why. I want to explain why because I'm aware that there are some views out there that Christians shouldn't do this and that in particular, pastors like myself should be discouraging Christians from uh, being vaccinated. And I want to explain why I got vaccinated. It may be of help to you or of help to someone you know who is just questioning whether they should get vaccinated. Over the last few months, I've had a number of concerns raised with me and I've tried to think them all through for my own position. And so I want to explain to you in the next few minutes why I got vaccinated despite the concerns that were raised with me and the concerns that I in my own mind had as well. And they come under six headings, which I'll just briefly fly through and then we'll take each one of them in step. So the things that were raised with me was that it was a sign of a lack of faith and that I needed to trust God uh, with my health rather than the vaccination. The concern was raised with me that the vaccinations hadn't been tested properly. And in particular, and myself as someone who's had different allergies over the years, that there was a vulnerability that I might uh, develop an allergic reaction. And also, as it turned out, I took the AstraZeneca uh, vaccination, so there would be a concern as to whether I might develop a, uh, a blood clot. I also thought very deeply about the legitimate concerns that were raised with me about the use of aborted babies in the process of developing vaccinations for some of the agencies that did that. And I'll explain more about that in a moment. I also thought quite a lot about whether it was right for me to be having the vaccination ahead of less advantaged communities around the world and whether it was right for us in the UK to be going ahead of other nations. I also thought through whether the, having something injected into me changed the way God made me and the concerns raised with me about whether this was in contradiction to the parts of the Bible that talk about the mark of the beast. And finally, as to whether there was a danger of my movements being tracked by the state or other agencies in some way or another. So those are the things I want to explore with you. But let me start off by saying the main reason, there's a fundamental reason why I got vaccinated. As I understand the situation in our country, and as I speak to friends and those in our church who work in the NHS, the biggest issue that our nation has faced is that the hospitals have been overloaded with people who have contracted COVID. And this has taken a huge resource of our National Health Service. And this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is something I've seen firsthand, both with relatives who've had to go into hospital and with closely trusted friends and uh, members of our church who are working in hospitals right here where we live. And that those who are uh, taking up bed space because they have COVID, are de demanding resources that are having to be moved from other care and other treatments 
And so our nation has faced a real crisis of healthcare where people with other conditions, such as cancers and so on and so, have not been able and felt able to go to hospital, I've had their appointments delayed. Because people like myself, who would be very fit and healthy, have needed hospital care, and rightly so. And we take off our, our, our hats in applause to the, the, the tremendous care and support that the health service have provided those who've suffered from COVID-19. But fundamentally, if I can be injected, that uh, would provide a 95, 90% guarantee that I wouldn't get so ill as to go to hospital, that that seemed to me the right thing for me to do for our nation, for my neighbours, for my community, to ensure that I don't take up the time and energy and resources of our health service for something that I could have avoided. And that fundamentally, and I'll come back to that at the end, that fundamentally is the most important thing. I'm not concerned really as to whether I die or not. I've lived a good life and I have a great faith in the afterlife. I am concerned that I don't cause suffering or death to somebody else because I'm taking up uh, a bed in intensive care or taking up the resources of the health service that otherwise could be used for other people in need. So what about my perceived lack of faith? Why is it that I don't believe that God will protect me? Well, I do believe that God will protect me. I believe that God provides for me. I believe that God doesn't want me to starve or be hungry. I believe that God has provided food for me to eat and that daily he gives me enough food for me to eat. But I've discovered in my walk with Jesus that he doesn't put the food in my mouth. I have to cook it. I have to lift it and place it in my mouth. That actually I need food in my body to live. It's not a lack of faith in God's care for me to say to God, well, you can uh, stop me starving and I, and I won't eat. That would be ridiculous. So it's not that I'm afraid of death. It's rather that I don't think it is right to test God. One of the things that the devil says to Jesus in the temptation in the wilderness is throw yourself off this um, uh, height and the angels will protect you. And Jesus says, do not test the Lord your God. And I have been dismayed that a lot of the talk of saying you must let God protect you and to do something uh, to protect yourself is a lack of faith, is really saying angels will protect me. And it's actually the opposite of faith. It's actually fear. And it's a fear that in some way God won't be pleased with us. But as I eat... I've discovered that God is pleased when I do things for myself. I've discovered that God gave me a brain and he wants me to use it. And that he's given the science and given brains to scientists. And that for me to say I'm not going to do this is like saying I'm not going to eat because God will stop me starving. And that's the way I thought about it. You may take a different view, and that, that's absolutely fine. I don't particularly need emails telling me where I've got it wrong. I just want folks to try and understand how I see it. 
You see, I see the medical advances as a tremendous work of God and answer to prayer. I know many folks of deep faith who have been called into medicine and research because they believe that is how God wants them to use the brains and skills that they have. And who am I to say that that's a lack of faith? Actually, it's tremendous faith. God has provided for us. And that God is not there to do things for me that he's asked me to do for myself. I need to eat. I need to take a vaccination if it's available, I think. The second area that was of concern was the lack of testing. And I guess I felt that I'm happy to offer myself as a test. You see, it's occurred to me, and I, and I have to tell you, there was some anxiety around my allergy. When I was a, a, a teenager, I had an allergic reaction to the tetanus jab. It wasn't a, a, a life-endangering reaction. It wasn't that I, I needed antihistamine immediately, but I developed a high temperature and a rash and was told that it was best not to have that particular serum and vaccination again. So there was a little bit of anxiety. And I know that there are people who feel that this has been rushed through and that we should do more research before we take the vaccination. All the more reason it seemed to me as someone who knows where I'm going when I die, that I should be prepared to say, yep, yeah, if there is any doubt about this, test it on me. If there is any doubt about uh, blood clots, it's fine, test it on me rather than others who are fearful of dying. Now, actually, I don't think there is any risk at all, and that wasn't a huge step of faith to do that. And I know that, uh, for example, the whole issue with the blood clots, that I'm probably safer statistically having the vaccination than not having it. But nevertheless, it seemed to me that it's important to say I do trust the medics I know rather than the strangers on the internet who I don't know. And so I was prepared to take what felt like a, a very small risk. And I talked to those who were vaccinating me and I went through my medical history with them and they said, we don't think there'll be any issue, but you sit here for a quarter of an hour and we'll see and we'll be on hand if anything happened. And as it was, absolutely nothing happened and I was fine because I trusted them. Now, the next concern that has raised with me, and I think is a really important one, was the concern about aborted babies. And some of you will know a lot about this. Some of us will know very little about it. And my understanding has done quite a little bit of thinking about this, but I'm sure there are others who know more about this than me. It seems that what we're talking about is that there were babies that were aborted in the 1960s and 70s that have been used then and since for research into this techniques that have allowed some of the vaccinations to be developed that we're now using. Now, I want to say very clearly right at this point that I do not believe that abortion is good for mothers. I believe it is deeply damaging for a, a woman to have an abortion and that psychologically and physically there are all kinds of ramifications and that I do not think abortion is something to be encouraged as a form of contraception. There are some times when it is necessary for the safety of the woman, but it is never a good thing. 
However, as I've looked into what has gone on and as I understand things, I'm very aware that there are lots of medical advances that are based on dubious origins. That in the 1930s and 40s, there was research done on all kinds of people, both in uh, uh, the Nazi regime and sometimes in the UK and in America. Research done on vulnerable people, research done on people who didn't have a choice. It's become clear, as I've understood it, that these babies were not aborted for this purpose. They, scientists knew the babies were going to be aborted anyway, and they decided to use them for research. And I guess I've come to the position that I feel actually I'm glad that those lives were not wasted. I carry around with me a donor card, and I hope that if I die in a, a way that is premature, that my organs can be used for others, whether it's my eyes or my kidney or my liver or whatever it is, I carry that card around with me. If I was to be murdered, I don't feel that others using my kidneys or livers are condoning or endorsing my murder. They are simply taking something good from it. I feel that to say that all the research that has been done for wrong on, on, out of wrong situations, for that to be lost makes those wrong situations a waste. We know that none of the aborted babies are in the vaccination. We need to be absolutely clear about that. It's the research that led to it that, has, that, that used uh, some of the aspects of, of babies that have been aborted. And I firmly believe those children are with Jesus and safe. And I firmly believe that their death, if it can bring some good to others, is good. It's not that it's worth it. It's not that they should have been aborted. I'm clearly not saying that at all. I'm saying that given that it happened, it feels wrong to me to make that a completely pointless and wasted exercise. So if I am murdered, please use my organs and please don't feel that that is justifying my murder. To me, to not use those research, that research is to create a second crime on top of a first wrong and makes death have no value. Please be clear, I am not saying that abortion is a crime that people should feel unduly condemned over. Sometimes it's a consequence of all kinds of very painful and difficult circumstances. And I'm convinced that the love and mercy of God restores, redeems, cleanses and rebuilds. And I know there'll be people watching who will have had abortions for a whole multitude of reasons. And some will find that a, a, a difficult decision to have lived with. And it's really important that we embrace the grace and love and new start that Jesus brings rather than pour on condemnation and rebuke 
That's not the way of Jesus. Now, this next one is the one that actually caused me the biggest problem, which is that here am I, a fit, healthy guy. Why should I be having the vaccination when there are people in other parts of the world and in other parts of our country, perhaps, that need it ahead of me? Well, I guess I thought the other way around, that if the UK decided that we weren't going to have the vaccination first, that we were going to allow it to be tested on a third world country first, and that a third world country should have it all before we dared to see that it was safe, I would feel very uncomfortable about that. So part of me is quite comfortable to say it's right that we in the West take what may or may not be a risk. But it's also wrong if our nation does not share the vaccination. And I know that there are lots of um, um, petitions and I've signed one myself encouraging MPs to ensure that the UK is enabling other nations to have what we've benefited from. But actually me not having it doesn't help. And I go back to my fundamental point was that my job is to make sure I don't take up a bed needlessly in hospital. And not taking it, it doesn't help in that situation. The next thing that was raised with me is that in somehow injecting something into me will change the way God made me. And I don't think that's any more than eating. If I eat a certain amount of uh, garlic, I am changed the way I am in that I smell slightly differently tomorrow. There are lots of things that we put into our body that have an effect. Good and bad. That's the way God made us. And putting something into our body that helps us fight off and use our own body's skills and resources to fight off something that is damaging to us is a good change to have. Then it was suggested to me that this vaccination is a, a part of the mark of the beast. You may or may not be familiar with this from Revelation 13, which talks about the Antichrist uh, causing everyone to comply by having a mark on them. And then uh, it says, uh, this is Revelation 13, 16. He forced all the people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. Now, I need to tell you that my vaccination was on my left hand, not my right arm, and it has left no mark. But irrespective of that, the idea of this passage is really uh, different. It's not about a literal interpretation. A couple of uh, verses later, literally two verses later, we read these words. Then I looked and there before me was the lamb standing on Mount Zion. This is a picture of heaven. And with him, 144,000 who had their name and his father's name written on their foreheads. Now, when I get to heaven, I am not expecting to have a name written on my forehead. I'm not expecting that because I think this is a beautiful picture of God's ownership. It's about saying I belong to God. And that's important because it's contrasting two ways of belonging to God. The one is saying that you choose to join in with everything economically and you have the mark of the beast and you can't buy or sell anything unless you conform. And the other is to be in submission to God and to have his name across our forehead. So this passage is really about 
uh, not about literally having something on us. It's about whether we are conforming. And that links into the last idea, which is about uh, tracking. This passage in Revelation 13 was saying that people, if they were going to respond and, and, and say that they follow Jesus, that there was a chance that they wouldn't be able to buy or sell. They would be excluded economically. And we see that in terms of persecution around the world, where there are Christians who are excluded from things because they choose to follow Jesus. When I was a young person, I uh, was very influenced by something that some of you may have heard if you, were, if you have been Christian a long time. It was said, is that if Christianity became illegal in the UK tomorrow, the question was this, would there be enough evidence to convict you? And the implication was that we were encouraged to live such a life that if it ever became illegal to be a Christian, nobody could say, well, Donald wasn't a Christian. It would be blatantly obvious to everybody else that they were a Christian. And so this whole fear that we may be tracked by the state or that we may have the mark of the beast and unless we conform, we will be excluded from society, to me, is completely irrelevant because I want to live such a life for Jesus that were it to become illegal to follow Jesus, there would be no defense for me. I'd have to say, you know what? Yep, I'm a follower. And if they were able to track probably my phone not my blood, and said, you know what? He goes to church every Sunday. I hope that that's not a surprise to them. I hope that they would know that's what Donald is. This whole fear that people are listening in and watching us and, and that they may discover that we love Jesus, they ought to know that. Let's not be afraid of these things. I think they are rumors. I think they are untrue. But even if they were, I don't think they're worth taking stock over. And so I finished by going back to where I began. I got vaccinated because I don't want to take medical attention and bed space from others. And I'm prepared, if there was a risk, a small risk to me, to take that on behalf of others to ensure that I don't use resources that I could have avoided. That God has put something in my path that has been a wonderful answer to prayer. And he asks me simply to take it and to trust him with it. That's why I got vaccinated.